Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome, listeners, to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode. Today I'm joined by a lady from the Cayman Islands, a lady by the name of Laura Anderton. Laura, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. It's really good to be here again. Thanks. And I believe the uh, the conversation that we're going to start off uh, today, Laura, is around perfect love casts out all fear. I think that's a very uh, this is a nice title. Give us a give us an insight, Laura, into your thinking. What, what, what you know? What is that all about? Um, perfect love casts out all fear. Is originally a scripture that it's believed the disciple Paul um, wrote, and he was he's he's known as the disciple that that Jesus loved. Um, so he always spoke from a place of love because that was what he understood. So when um, you and I were talking the other day, we were talking about you know, the fear that is surrounding so many people now with the coronavirus. And I said to you, perfect love castle of fear because there is no fear in love. Um, and you know, when you think about that phrase, there is no fear in love, we think about a perfect love And then you ask yourself, well, what is perfect love? Mm. And anyone can ask themselves that question. What is, what does perfect love mean? What does it mean to me? What does it mean to you? Mm. So it's interesting, Laura, whenever the word love is, is, uh, is used or whether it, you know, whenever it crops up, how, um, and I find myself increasingly, um, (laughs) you know, homing in on this, how there are so many connotations, aren't there, to the word, you know, a simple four-letter word like love, but it's immense meaning and perception and feelings to, to you know, to the world are so can be so different, you know, ranging in simplistic terms from the, the romantic notion to the, the more general, um, the, uh, yeah, the Greek word philanthropy is Greek for love of, of mankind. You know, there's this whole vast array, isn't there, that's just containing those in that one simple word. Right. Um, I would venture to say that this perfect love is the what we refer to as agape love. It's selfless love. You know, it's complete. It's mature. Um, it's not the kind of love that... that um, causes you to be fearful. It's not the kind of love that causes you to question um, who you are and where you are in the grand scheme of things. It's the, it's the kind of love that brings such grounding um, that, you know, you don't need to, to be afraid. I remember being in a Category 5 hurricane that lasted, it sat over us for 36 hours 
And, you know, if you, if you think about being in a situation where everything around you and you are protected because, you know, we're in our home and we have to build to a certain specification because we are subject to hurricanes during the hurricane season. So in order to protect yourself, you make sure that your home is, is well built, right? Um, and so here we are, you know, we're all battened down and the noise outside from the wind and, you know, we could see out because we didn't have hurricane shutters on the windows, but the windows are meant to withstand 150 mile an hour winds. Hmm. So we could see out, we could see when the intensity just grew closer and closer and our visibility, you know, got less and less and less. But throughout the night, as the wind picked up, it was unbelievable. And you just think, oh my goodness me. And you think, my God, if it could just shift a couple of miles away, <laughs> you know, it would ease the, the tension and the pressure. Um, but I say all that to say, if you experience that kind of threat, you know, you, you know that you're, you're protected because you're in a safe place. And if you could just think of that house as being, being love, right, that protects you, it doesn't matter what is going on around you. You know, you might have moments where you, you, you sort of, your thoughts um, straight to what's going on around you, but then you know, my goodness, I'm I'm dry. You know, I'm not being swept away by the current. You know, so do you see what I'm? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think listening to you speak there, Laura, is is what we're talking about here. Is also faith, isn't it? It absolutely. And you have to live in a from a place of faith because in order to to grasp. Um, the the power of perfect love. You have to have faith, and that leads to trust. You've got to trust in in complete love, in perfect love. And so, when you do that, then it takes away the fear. It takes away from us in this time that we're living in now, knowing that even though yes, there is a threat. You know, I'm safe. And not to say that we mustn't be careful and we mustn't take precautions and all of that. Mm. But we must not live uh, from a place of fear, you know. Um, it's, it's very, it can be very challenging though, Laura, can't it? To, you know, to, um, to buy into that. Buy in is not even the right word, but to have that faith that, you know, despite the storm, the storm will settle and things will become calm and everything, you know, it will be okay. Sometimes when we're in the midst of that storm in life, it can be extremely challenging, can't it, to, you know, to our faith, to know that everything will be okay. Yes, but I think, you know, storms and challenges come to us in our lives in order to build our faith, you know? It's like, if let's equate it to... Um, going to the gym and, and working out, if we are not challenged, um, our muscles don't grow and we don't become, you know, our, our fitness level doesn't increase. Mm. So when these things, we see these things happen around us, 
we have to stand in faith. Like my son at the moment is in Canada. I have no idea what he's exposed to, you know, what he's, I have to trust and I have to stand on faith that he is going to be okay. You know? Yeah. Um, Because there are times when there is nothing you can do except to have faith. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the context that you've given us, Laura, um, is um, is around this agape love. This um, is that the right pronunciation? Pronunciation agape. from agape. agape yeah. Um, um, you know that that real strong faith-driven love. Is there a transcendence? I ask into you know into everyday life of even that more romantic aspect of love because. I think it's, you know, it's very important that in the words and the language that we use to communicate, people understand what it is we're trying to say. And like I say, you know, at the risk of repeating, love, it just crosses, transcends so many uh, aspects. So I asked this, the simple question, you know, this perfect love castle out all fear, can that apply in our personal relationships as well? Or is it... No, absolutely, absolutely, because we apply that same degree of love, um, that same agape love to the people around us. It is, you know, we, we and it's something that we, we work at, you know, um, where we think of others, if we think of others as... Um, not better than ourselves, but if we if we if we if we honor um, the person next to us, if we honor our you know our family, our spouses, our significant others, you know that that honor um, is that word honor is is all encompassing in the sense that you. Um, you know, you're, you're, to the extent that you love that person, it means that you do not bring fear into the relationship. Yes? Yeah. Um, so that, that person will feel so totally safe and at home in your presence because they know that they can trust in your heart toward them. So I want to flip over slightly, Laura, if I can. I know in a previous conversation that we've shared around one of the six human needs, and I want to mm-hmm. home in on the uh, the love and connection element. So obviously, you know, we've already spoke quite a bit around the, the love part of that. But what about connection? I mean, you know, is that, is it fair to say that connection can be a very very mild form of love am i oversimplifying this and you know does it even apply or am i taking things you know right out of context here to say okay so i'm talking to a total stranger at the bus stop or in the supermarket or what have you you know by the mere fact we're talking about the weather or having a conversation there's a brief connection to what content does it still apply there or as well I would say so because I've met people that are complete strangers and to me um, especially when the conversation goes beyond you know just a, a nod or an acknowledgement but you know with a smile 
um, the fact that you engage in conversation and then it becomes, you know, you talk about the weather, the person next to you, it could be tomorrow you pop out because you need something from, you know, the grocery store. And someone, just because, there, to me, if there's a sense of peace that surrounds you, people do open up to you, whether they know you or not. Mm. And it could be that that one person will just perhaps, um, you know, tell you how they feel. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really nervous. This makes me so nervous. You know, what's going on? And you are able to bring a sense of stillness and a sense of calm into their lives because you're looking at that person as another human being who is fearful and you are speaking peace into that person's um, heart. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's natural to us. You know, we do make life really complicated. I mean, I, I catch myself sometimes too. I catch myself, you know, myself when, you know, people frustrate me. And, and, you know, just this morning I was thinking to myself, am I being purist in the way that I think, the way I behave? And I think, no, it's just because we want to, um, we need to come up higher in our, in our thinking, in the way we relate to others. And if we start to think of others you know um in a in a higher way um then yes that love does extend it has to you know and if we practice it to it it doesn't come naturally in in some instances because there are people that you'll come across that challenge you um and challenge um and and are difficult but I think the, the, the trick is to think of them as being the best they can be, though you might not see it outright. But if you, if you in your mind, think of them as being better in a, and in a better place and in, in a better heart space, um, you're speaking things and you're thinking things that are not, and when I say are not, is not what you see and what you experience, but you're thinking the best of them um, even before you see, right? Mm. Even before you see change. So with everyone that we meet, if we could extend a little bit of love, yes. You know, I mean, God is love and, and we are created in his image. And, you know, yeah, to the extent that you, you know, encourage someone that you, you know, speak encouraging words into their lives sometimes that's all somebody needs and it makes such a difference you know so is it is it oversimplifying it laura and i've asked this question many 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 times to uh, to different people is it oversimplifying it to say that you know this thing love or fear is it a, is it a conscious choice we have yes and it has to be because not all circumstances and not all relationships um um cultivate that um, easily. So there are times when you have to make a conscious decision to love where love is not um, readily um, present, if I could put it that way, mm. you know? Yeah. Okay. So what about then, Laura, if, if we're actually in that phase of being crippled by fear? 
um, you know, flipping over to that, making that choice. How do we how do we actually make that choice to say, do you know what? I'm, I'm aware that I'm in a real dark place now or, or whatever the challenge may be. I don't feel good. I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel whatever it is I feel. But I know that I'm so much better than this. What what it what's that stepping stone, Laura, that takes us to that better place? I think the stepping stone is to acknowledge what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, because the minute you can say, um, okay, this is what it is, but this is not who I am, you know, um, you, we must think of ourselves as higher than our circumstances or situation. Um, you know, I, I do believe that you talk about, let's, let's use this word, and I'm not even sure I, I like to use it, but let's transcend to, let's, let's take our, our, our thoughts, and, because we are spirit beings. Yeah. So let's think of ourselves in that. You know, if we can revert back to that and, and remember that that's who we are mm. and, and operate from a higher perspective, we can look at a situation and say, that is, you know, this is the, this situation is um, stirring up feelings of anger, feelings of fear. But if we could just be still for a moment and remember that we are spirit beings with, you know, power, because, you know, there's another um, um, scripture that says, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power love and a sound mind so when all we need to do when we find ourselves caught up in being fearful being angry being um depressed overwhelmed whatever it, it is that is negative if we could just stop for a minute and remember that we are we have power we have love you know and a, we have a sound mind Let's look at what is, is trying to take that away from us and say, no, you know, I, I can rise higher than this. And I remember um, in my own life, there was a time when I went through what seemed to me was just a very, very dark place. I have no idea where it came from, but I, it, was, it lasted for probably two years and I would go and it manifested in ways that, you know, like I would end up going to the doctor. I wasn't feeling well. I would have dizzy spells. And, you know, eventually this one doctor said to me, are you depressed? And I'm like, what are you talking about? What do I have to be depressed about? You know? Mm. Um, but I did go away and think about what he said, and I still couldn't relate to it. So to the extent that you can say this is what other people are suggesting, right? Um, I know in my heart, I, there is a sense of peace. There is a sense of joy. And I'm not going to um, align with that, you know? And you've got to fight for, sometimes you have to fight for your freedom of mind and your freedom of sense and your freedom of, of who you are. And that is a person who dwells in, in peace and who, who has a covering, who who, you know, you know, and, and we should remember that the very hairs on our head are numbered, you know? 
to the extent that God knows how many hairs you have on your head is how much he loves us. You know, that he knows our thoughts before we even think them. Um, so to, to know that there is someone who knows you so intensely and so deeply and loves you so intensely and so deeply, you know, our own words can't even describe that depth of love. We don't even understand it. Dare I say that, you know? Yeah. And but we can trust it and we can have faith in that, right? Yeah. So I say to the person who is, is feeling so overwhelmed and feeling so low to know that inside of you, there is power, there is love, and you have soundness of mind. So just if you could, even if you have to physically stand up and, and take a step to the left or a step to the right and say, okay, I am stepping outside of this, you know, um, and it's just a, in your mind, it's like a physical act, right? And also a faith act. And you're going to leave whatever that is right there, you know, acknowledging that it is there, but stepping outside of it to the point that, okay, and so you can gather your thoughts and think about, you know, um, next steps. If you are consumed by it, you can't see past it. Very thought-provoking, Laura. Very thought-provoking. If I was to ask you, um, under this this banner of love, this general banner of love, um, if you had one message, Laura, what? I would say trust in the love that you were created in. You were created in love. You dwell in love. And there is nothing Nothing that can change that. Believe in that love. A love that sometimes you can't even comprehend, but it is very true and it's very real. Love surrounds you. So operate from that point of love. Yeah. And that, just listening to that very powerful conclusion there, Laura, just brought in that, do we believe to see or do we see to believe? And whichever way you look at that, that's a question of faith. It all comes back to faith or source, doesn't it? You know, with Absolutely. that energising external, if you even want to look at it in that concept, you know, there's many thoughts around whether it is ex external or, or whatever it is, however that's perceived, but that that power that's given to us of, of who we are. And I think sometimes, I mean, we've certainly... Um, we've, we've certainly in the UK got a, a term around we can't believe our good luck and maybe that's one of the traits of human nature that it can't be that good can it it can't be that simple can it can it but it really? can and it can it can and it is that simple we're the ones that make it complicated yeah absolutely absolutely I mean I know <laughs> yeah. me and you Laura off here we've had many conversations around the uh you know the complexities and the conditioning of the human of human nature haven't we and um yeah you know hence you know the, the cliche yet again um things that seem too good to be true are too good to be true you know if people give you things easily and readily don't trust them they're after something <laughs> and all this kind of stuff but that's what we condition with as human beings from usually from yeah. a very very early age isn't it yeah yeah so um Okay, Laura, how can people reach out to you and find out more about you and, um, you know, the work you do, who you are, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, they can find me on lauraanderton.com. Um, 
My email address is Laura Marie Anderton and the number seven at gmail.com. And also, I, yes, I am a life coach, a mentor, and it's my vision to just encourage you to walk in love, to believe that uh, you have a, a, you know, a creative um, gift in you. And so that's what I love to see. I love to to see people um, cultivate their, their creative gifts. Superb. Thank you, Laura. And thank you to the listeners for being part of this uh, this podcast episode with, uh, with with Laura sharing her message around perfect love casts out all fear. So that all that remains now, listeners, is for me to say no, no, no member. That was a cross between no matter and remember. And I can't. You know, this just <laughs> New proves. <work. laughs> Yeah, just get uh, proves the authenticity of this um, <laughs> being in the moment. Um, let me yeah. start again. Laura, do you want to say it for me? <laughs> um, in the, rem- remember. Remember that no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.